Hello, everyone. Jackson is dead, and we have replaced him with Josh. Hey. Hello, Josh. Hey, hey pleasure Josh. to be here, man. Rest in peace to Jackson. <laughs> I'm the other Jay. How many times have we made that joke when Jackson can't make it? I feel like this is the 10th or 11th episode with that. What do you mean joke? <laughs> yeah. He always has some excuse. He's either traveling and now he's getting hit by a natural disaster. Supposedly, he showed us some photos of baseball-sized hail. Mangled corpses and all that, yeah. Yeah, the entire country's weather meter just red, pure red across the entire of Australia. Conveniently. We either. Yeah. Yeah, Con- convenient Photoshop, I'm telling you. Well, Josh, if you wow us, maybe he can stay in his hole all holed up from the weather and we'll just replace him with you. Josh, Man, I would be honored. It, it would still be the Jack Off podcast. My friends already pointed that out to me because I'm Jay. That's true. That's true. Isn't would, that convenient? It would still stay the same. It is a very, very interesting coincidence there. Not that we've considered this or anything. All right, I'm convinced. <laughs> uh, Josh, thanks for coming back on. So welcome back to episode 205, I think, of the official podcast. We're having on again, Josh Pilalt. You were first on in episode 168. For anybody who would like to check that out, you've become a fan favorite, known as the guy who went to um, prison. Oh, was, I almost said went <laughs> the to RuneScape. The guy who went to RuneScape for, for prison. prison. Yeah. prison. Yeah. <laughs> Which, to some people might sound like a worse punishment, but you went to prison because you made some, <laughs> you know, you talked shit on RuneScape and the FBI really didn't like that. And then you went to prison for a couple of years. And now yes, you're back. Sir. I don't think we need to go over that backstory for too much. Again, if anybody's interested, like I said, we have an episode. It's a great episode. Check that one out. But Josh, you did tell me behind the scenes that you have some updates for us, or at least some new spicy info that came out. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, I was waiting to release the information for a really long time. Um, I had to cover myself legally before I did it. Um, I had to, you know, talk to some lawyers about it and stuff like that, ask what I could and could not say. So please, everybody, keep in mind that everything that I say regarding my legal case behind the scenes is alleged. I'm not saying for a fact that it happened. I'm just reminding everybody that this is what I was told by the person who testified against me. It does not mean it's true. It does not mean that the FBI made any mistakes in my case. I'm not oh. saying the prosecutor broke the law. I'm not saying that he did it. I'm saying what I was told. I'm just repeating secondhand that, information. That famous word, alleged. Yes. yes. Alleged. Yeah, just that just throw the word allegedly word. at the end of every sentence and you're good. Uh, unfortunately, that's pretty much what I have to do. Supposedly may have happened. I just can't really, you know, prove it. But wink, right. wink. Yeah. For what it's worth, I believe it. But I did just do a video on... Um, some text messages. It's the most edited video I've ever done. I actually used Sony Vegas finally and a nice camera to do it. But um, I broke down on screen text messages from one of my ex-girlfriends that testified against me uh, during my sentencing hearing all those years ago. Um, I've maintained adamantly that my ex-girlfriends lied about me um, because they did testify during my sentencing hearing. I was very confused about it. And um, one of them (laughs) allegedly, according to her, was blackmailed by the FBI, and I have her whole side of the story on the screen. Hmm. Um, as far as she told me, yeah, allegedly no. she was the blackmailed FBI by the FBI. Do that? No, <laughs> I wonder, but why would they? Did they really care that much about RuneScape? There's no way. Well, the, the main way that I see it, man, is that um, you know, not only after I got arrested, I mean, shootings started increasing just a hundredfold, man. I mean, they just started going through the roof here in America. You know, I mean, it was like every week something was happening. Um, not to mention there was public outcry over my incarceration and they looked really stupid. Everybody was like, why is this teenager 
and locked up in jail and, and with no evidence, no weapons in his home, no drawings, no plans, no money, no guns, nothing. I was the only house in Mississippi that didn't have a gun. I said that last time I was on the podcast and, um, and they, you know, they looked really stupid and they will go to any lengths to save face and look as though they're an entity that makes no mistakes. And unfortunately I got caught in that net. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're known yeah, for. Yeah. Not making mistakes. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>, pigs. <laughs> Ollie North. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're definitely known for not making any mistakes. Um, but they um, they looked for an opportunity to get me at any possible turn. And once they got some leverage on one of my ex-girlfriends, they used it very heavily on her. Um, she allegedly had a romantic involvement with one, the son of one of the prosecutors. Isn't that a funny coincidence? <laughs> I'm dead serious, man. Like if you if you watch this, if you watch this video, I think it'll blow your mind, man. So when does your Netflix special come out? About yeah. Hopefully yeah, soon, man. Hopefully soon. What would you call every, it? Every episode's got a fucking cliffhanger to yeah. it. Jesus. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know what I would call it. I'd have to leave that this to the professionals, like man. Every Turkish soap opera I've ever seen. It, it pretty much is, man, is the unfortunate part of it. Um, and then sadly, I lived it, and it was actually allegedly completely factual. <laughs> I don't mm. think those two go together. Um, but so the, the I got girl caught told in this net this that was a lot bigger than me. Herself. Yeah, she confessed it whenever I got out of prison the first time. And long story short, I really went to prison for her mistake. Uh, so the video's on my channel. It's like two or three videos ago now because it's been a few weeks, but it's called Why Did My Ex-Girlfriends Testify Against Me? And also for the people that really want to dig into my case and have a good time, the video before that was me reading passages from my psychiatric evaluation uh, that proved, <laughs> you know, that, that I was not a psychopath. I was not a sociopath. You know, it, I went over a lot of the testing that I received whenever I had to do my mental evaluations forcibly um, because I was submitted to three different mental evaluations, all of which said I was not a danger to myself or to others. I read a lot into that. So there's a lot more hard evidence now about my case. that's publicly exposed. That wasn't out last time I was on the show. Okay. Yeah, I agree. People should go to your channel and check that out. Sounds like some spicy drama going on. So what is, I assume that girl never suffered any consequences for lying or Sleeping with guilty conscience is the worst you know, punishment. Usually, when the, <laughs> I wish it was not with her. Usually, when the perpetrator's girlfriend sleeps with the prosecutor's son, the perp gets a sweet deal out of it, right? It's uh, yeah, you would think so. Yeah, it, they try to keep somehow, this very hushed up. Not only did the prosecutor's son get laid, but it's also fucked you over even harder. How do you get that? Yeah, fucking his dad deal? got a promotion. <laughs> he got some poo nanny, and his dad got a promotion. Everybody won except for Josh. <laughs> oh well that sucks yeah i mean it the 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 part where it gets crazy and the part that makes it worth checking out i suppose is that she was 18 at the time and he was 17 federally that's illegal in the state it's not um but when pictures are involved allegedly then it's a oh, federal crime yeah it's child porn yes when, when, when 17 year old pictures by federal law are illegal and let's say, hypothetically, if this girl was in possession of them, then the FBI can get involved with her. And hypothetically, if you have a federal oh. charge against you, you can testify on other people to make it go away. Oh, I yeah. see. So yeah, it's crazy, the, man. The alleged FBI allegedly approached this girl who was just sexting with a 17-year-old boy and said, hey, look. And they allegedly we got said, you. yeah, you know, help us allegedly, out with this little they said guy we can make over this here. Go with the scatter we're trying to turn into an example and you know maybe the will drop the charges soon i was on precisely yep, exactly 
And God this is some kind of stuff that I never would have believed actually happens had it not happened to me, if that makes sense. I was just the typical naive guy that thought, you know, criminals go to the big house because they no, did something I've, bad and they made a terrible mistake. And that's just not the reality, man. The sexting part is the only thing that I believe does happen. And I feel like maybe that because there's so many news of like a boyfriend goes to jail because he was sexting with a 17 year old girlfriend and the boy is like 18. Yep. That shit happens so often, it seems, in America. Well, I it, feel like maybe that's the, the a, interesting thing. I, I didn't mean to cut you off, Kaya, but even if the boy in that situation right there was like 16 and she was 17, it's still child porn by law. That too, Either yeah. Way, yep. Yeah. Good point. They'll I mean, still even just charge the older person. <laughs> no, sometimes they charge a kid himself, too, or yeah. herself. Sometimes I've oh, seen those cases too. I, I was about to I say read, distribution. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've read those cases too where the kid themselves is charged with distribution of child porn because the kid took a dick pic at 16 and sent it to you, some broad. Mm-hmm. As it boys even, do. It goes even worse where you can you can get charged for stuff that you don't even want. There was some kid who um, had a bunch of shit thrown at him because a classmate sent him like either a dick pic or something and he deleted it. But they went through his phone records and they were like, oh, you have child porn on your phone. <laughs> And, wow. and they literally threw like a bunch of punishments at him when it was a completely unsolicited text. This is just because not how the law is supposed to work, man. It's my, really my not. My favorite, oh, dude, the law, let's talk about the law. My favorite news ever, maybe not favorite news, but in this category at least, you guys remember when I think some boy sent some girl a dick pic and then the police, he denied that it was his dick in the photo. So the police decided, <laughs> hey, we're going to take you to the hospital and we're going to give you an erection. And then we're going to look at your cock and compare the photos in oh order to prove God. it's your dick. Yeah. You guys remember that case? The, the cops. No. I believe the it, cops officially said that they wanted to look at this kid's erect cock in order to determine, <laughs> well, you know, we've got we to gotta make sure. Gotta make Anybody sure. Anybody else on the planet ass, it's a federal crime. Well, Kaya, Kaya, you're gonna look real stupid when it turns out that's what solves the case and proves it was his dick. Yeah, proves it's the Zodiac killer or something. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna feel real silly when that research comes out. They caught him. <laughs> we see, did I, it, boys. I wonder if I can still find this. It might be a bit of an old news article. Yeah. While you do that, I want to ask Josh. So you saw like FBI agents in person, right? Oh, absolutely. All over my so, house. Yeah, so I, I always imagine FBI people to look completely different from cops, you know, where you'll see some cops that are just like super like out of shape, obese and goofy looking. I always imagine <laughs> FBI to be like college chads. Were they just as goofy too? Or were um, they like kind of some cool? of them? Some of them were definitely the college chad types. And considering I live at Ole Miss or I did live at Ole Miss, um, I was quite familiar with the frat boy douche types whose you know, dad shoehorned him into a job. A lot of them were that, but the lead agent on my case looked like he would have been, if he wasn't, you know, in his early 40s, he should have been the bass player for Mumford and Sons. He had a huge beard and like <laughs> knuckle tattoos and like he just looked like really? some weird. Yeah, apparently he had done a lot of undercover work in motorcycle gangs, so he was all tattooed up and stuff <laughs> like that. You're like, this is the kind of guy you would never guess as a cop if you looked at him, you know, he wasn't like Farva or anything like that. You Isn't know, that good for stash. his job, though? Oh, yeah, I'm like, assuming so. Is that a benefit? Yeah, I would assume so. I mean, uh, like I said, I think he did a lot of undercover dangerous work with motorcycle gangs and, you know, drug gangs and stuff like that. And <laughs> he, he definitely fit the part by his appearance. And then he got on the stand against me and was like, well, we didn't find any knives in the kitchen. <laughs> They're dangerous runescapers and hell's angels. Same thing. He was looking at fucking. Meanwhile, the cops. Yeah, the are same guy up. busted us. Did he has you to go uh, and undercover as a RuneScape player next? <laughs> oh god, he gets addicted to it. Comes over to the dark side. 
Yeah, Did you, you happen have... to see any? Um, uh, go, sorry, Kyle, no, go you ahead. go ahead. I was just going to ask on the subject of appearances and this and that. Were any of the FBI guys like actual like agents, like men in black with like suits and sunglasses and shit? Did any of them <laughs> try to intimidate you or come off as professional at all? Um, not until we got to that interrogation room I told you about, where they clicked that light on me and they were like, "Have you ever heard of a game called RuneScape?" <laughs> oh, really? I'd shit my pants if I was asked. Yeah, that. he Ru- wasn't. He Ru- wasn't Ru- all CIA'd <laughs> out with like the the you know the tux and the black glasses and all that, but they were trying to play good cop, bad cop on me, which I was familiar with from TV. And um, <laughs> unfortunately, I mean, I was not intimidated in, in the least by the good cop, bad cop routine. All I did was try to tell them the truth, you know, and, and I think I mentioned last time that, that was a terrible mistake because as soon as I got done telling them everything, they were like, oh, we know there's more to the story and you're going to go ahead and confess or else you're going to get extra charges. That's pretty much the only time where they were really trying to pull off this this facade of we're so professional and and great at our job and, and we're secretive and powerful. That's really the only time they did that. They tried to act like they knew where I'd been for the last week and a half. Which was funny because I'd not left my mom's house in a week and a half. <laughs> Did you <laughs> notice any fucking hold up in my room? Vance with suspicious writing on the side, like flower wet van, you know, just uh, with a big satellite <laughs> dish aimed no, at your I house. Don't they, <laughs> I don't think they came around. I mean, the, the time from the time that I made the threat to the time that they raided my house and I actually went to the Hooskow for the first time was um, only four days apart. Um, I was told that they sent a local police officer to my house to ask where I was, but I don't know where he went that he thinks he went because I was home like that entire four days. You know, I was sitting in there drinking vodka and playing RuneScape and hanging out with my girlfriend at my mom's house, like a, like an absolute unit. (laughs) Um, I don't know where they sent that guy or what, I don't know what kind of surveillance they had, but I do know that they followed my girlfriend when she left. She went to go pick up her uh, little sister from daycare and drop her off at her parents' house. And so whenever they arrested me, they were like, who's the little girl that girl just picked up in the, in the red car. And I was like, what? And they were like, the, the, the girl just picked up a little girl, like a two-year-old girl from a from a daycare. Who is that? And I was like, oh, my God, man. That's my girlfriend picking up her sister. Holy shit, man. Are you serious? So they obviously followed her. I'm not sure what kind of covert surveillance they did prior to that. I'm still surprised that I didn't realize they were out there until there were a hundred of them. I'm actually surprised they didn't pull your internet history and try to somehow blackmail you with your porn viewing habits or something. They did. He, he said they did, remember? They pulled all his really? internet history. They pulled yeah, my internet yeah, history, but, but I did not have any out-of-the-ordinary pornography searches for them to use against me. You know, I wasn't, yeah, I guess I wasn't doing why. anything weird. Um, if they ever did see any of my porn searches, they were probably like, oh, this is a very straightforward, white-bred kind of guy. He doesn't seem to fit our bill at all, because you'd think that guys like that would be looking at violent stuff or something, but I wasn't that weird, you know? <laughs> so... I looked up this case that I just mentioned, and it's almost somehow even worse than I remember. Um, It says the 17 year old from Manassas City, Virginia, is being charged for manufacturing child sex abuse and possession of child sex abuse because he sent a dick pic of himself. So this boy is being to his uh, 15 year old girlfriend. Let me read this for you guys, but this guy was charged with child sex abuse because he sent a dick pic, as boys do. It's not abuse, guys. We play with our dicks. It's fun, actually. (laughs) It's not abusive in the least. Wait, you do? You're savage. I know. It's fucking filthy down there. What are you doing? He not only faces jail time. He not only faces jail time, but a lifetime on the sex offenders uh, database. This was in 2000. And 14. Why? Well, he allegedly took a dick pic and sent it to his 15-year-old girlfriend. In some states, yada yada, his lawyer, Jessica Harberson Foster, has said that the boy has been told by the prosecution that if he doesn't plead guilty, they will have to issue a search warrant for pictures of his erect penis <laughs> in order to prove that the video was sent, uh, that the video sent was of his penis. 
His lawyer asked how this would be done and the and says she was told, we just take him down to the hospital, give him a shot, and then take the pictures that we need. <laughs> Which is child-born in and of itself. Yeah, It's child abuse wow. in a way, That's too. That's the real Jesus. child abuse between the two charges there. It's called yeah. justice, actually. <laughs> it's police work. Oh, Anything God. for justice. It's Anything police to work. catch him. Little do you I've know one Sherlock of the FBI Holmes. agents is over there, like, on an uwu mode. Nobody knew it. <laughs> Jared from Subway is the one taking the pictures. Oh, my God. Time for your shot. Okay. Yeah, let's give him the old Viagra now. Start sweating. <laughs> Knowing how the FBI is. <laughs> Fucking Jeffrey Epstein comes in the room. Here, here's a drink. I heard, I heard we're doing some Harvey dick Weinstein in joints. What's up? Pops a bottle of wine. That doesn't surprise me with the way the FBI is, man. I mean, then by nature, they're obviously in possession of it. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's the same way as they're allowed to walk around with a kilo of Coke. Oh, it's evidence, you know? Oh, I just had it in the back of my car because it's evidence. And... <laughs> I have it in my mustache because I had to make sure it was Coke. So retarded. I mean, that's that's unfortunately the way the justice system actually works, man. I never would have guessed it. But in reality, I mean, they break the law constantly. They bend the rules and they try to they try to apply the law in ways that was never intended to be used. You know, they use it as a weapon instead of as a punishment of any sort. I mean, just know, as with drugs, I'm sure cops skim off the top. You know, when they catch a guy with fucking child porn, I'm sure some CDs disappear from the evidence room. God, I can only imagine. Yeah, I mean, everything else goes missing, so why not that? Mm-hmm. Uh, when I went back to prison on my violation, I heard rumors that some of the... Because whenever I went back, I went to a low-security prison for the first time, and uh, this was a yard that was, like, specifically basically set up for either people back on violation or that had sex charges or were gang dropouts, you know, like a messed-up yard where they send those people so they can be protected and safe together. And I heard rumors that guys had pictures of kids in their lockers and stuff like that that were brought into them by the COs. So, I mean... Where there's a market, you know, supply and demand. I guess it's kind of like every prison has drugs in it. That was just their drug of choice. Um, I mean, it's it's corrupt all the way from the ground up, including the, from the prison guards all the way up to the presumably the FBI lead. And um, I got called well, this we, that, man, and I was sleeping next to these people sleeping. And I look young, man. I think I mentioned that last time. I look young. I really don't feel very comfortable around pedos more so than probably the average person. Um, thankfully, they get their heads kicked in pretty much everywhere except for that prison. Yeah, you know. As long as they, you know, are outside of the FBI. But I feel like a lot of them are in the FBI. You know, back when Jeffrey Epstein allegedly killed himself, it's kind of suspicious how they dropped all of their beans at once. You know, security guards <laughs> fell asleep, security cameras <laughs> failed. Somebody was screaming, but we didn't you know, bother to check on it because, you know, we were napping and he kind of hung himself from two feet height using toilet now paper as a fucking noose or something. Well, OK, sure. For what it's worth, I would like to point out that COs regularly and routinely beat the ever-living shit out of pedophiles uh, off the record, you know, with no cameras and stuff like that. I'm not saying that's what happened, obviously. I don't really know much about that case or anything, but um, that that very well could have something to do with it. They might have gone in there and just fucked the dude up themselves, for all I know. But um, it's pretty common maybe. for uh, e even the cops to go in there and stomp on a pedo's head if he's bad enough. Or maybe they fucked him up because he was a narc. Who knows? He was about to spill the beans. Very well could be. Well, maybe prison's not that bad, though, guys, because when you're in prison, you get to do a couple things like you can work out. And if you're at home right now, I have something that'll help you work out. I'd, I'd like to talk about it, if that's OK. Well, I would love to hear about it. I mean, Josh, you came out of prison and straight into lockdown, <laughs> as you said before yeah. the show. So from one prison 
into the next. All of the gyms are, well, not all of them, but in a lot of countries now, we're the governments are reintroducing lockdowns yet again. We're getting them here in Europe shoved up our asses. So, you know, a lot of us can't go to the gym, Andrew, and we're going to need some help. You know, you can't see your, uh, you know, friends or workout buddies or That's anything. That's right. You have to work, work out when I'm at home. Without equipment. What do I That's do, right. Andrew? Well, you could start using FitBod because whether you're going to the gym for the first time after it opens from this lockdown or you've been going to the gym regularly and you are sweating like crazy waiting for those doors to open or if you're just stuck at home and you need a routine fitbod can help you find that routine fitbod is a smart fitness app that takes all the guesswork out of planning your workouts they have an algorithm that factors in your goals experience level equipment workout duration and muscle recovery to intelligently craft the perfect total body workout program just for you the app can pick workouts tailored to your ability and has a clear, easy-to-follow set of instructions. It also tries to balance muscle groups to make sure that you are fully recovered for your next workout. FitBod combines the knowledge of fitness pros with a powerful machine learning algorithm that will give you maximized results. And if you happen to have no workout equipment, such as, oh, I don't know, if you're in the middle of a global pandemic and your gym is closed just to keep everyone safe, FitBod has bodyweight routines for those looking to stay at home and get fit. Or if you just don't have a lot of time, you don't want to go all the way to the gym if it happens to be open in your area. Maybe you just want to do some squats, some push-ups, crunches, who knows. Find a routine with FitBod. And you can get a personalized routine by going to fitbod.me slash official. You can try it free for one month when you sign up at fitbod.me slash official. That's one free month if you work out smarter at fitbod.me slash official. By the way, if you have a Fitbit, it integrates with that shit too. So that's nice. Oh. I've been using that. Nice. Very convenient. Fitbod.me. Also, if you're a person like me who gets, you know, always paralyzed by analysis and you always, you know, instead of working out, you spend weeks and weeks looking for the perfect workout routine and what should I do? What should, how should I do it? And yada, yada. And before you know it, you've spent like two months Googling instead of doing a single push up. As fucking stop thinking about it and just do it. Fitbot.me slash yeah. official. It'll help. Nice. I was ready that time. That was a good transition. It, Josh, that's what I'm here for. for. Last time so I was like, what about kitty litter? Oh, wait, that's the stuff that my mother-in-law uses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the pretty litter. Yeah, she actually yeah. used yeah. litter. As soon as I started talking about it, I was like, oh, that's what that stuff is. I was wondering why it was all like, it looked like the cat had cancer and stuff in there. Probably does. Probably shouldn't mm. say that about them on the show. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm, what I mean is that the product works. What, yeah, I mean, what I mean is the product works because I think she actually uh, took one of those cats to the vet. Uh, Don't worry, we'll I give you a false alarm. I see where you're getting at. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Josh, how, how true is that, um, I guess, belief that when you go to prison, all you have to do is work out, or all you uh, can do is work out? I mean, did you put on any muscle in there? 
Uh, I did when I was in prison, the, uh, or when I was in county jail for the first 17 months, uh, because we were trapped in a room, and all I did was pretty much just do push-ups and work out, do sit-ups and stuff, you know, and I got a lot bigger. I don't have my prison ID on me right now, but uh, you can see that I'm significantly chunkier in it. Um, it's from when I arrived to prison. When I got to prison, um, you could play guitar, so at that point, all oh. of my physical activity stopped. <laughs> Big mistake. <laughs> yeah, well, at that point, I just started playing guitar for like seven hours a day for like three years straight. That's all that Jesus. I did. I didn't. Um, I didn't. You must rock fucking ass now. Yeah, uh, I got pretty good. I studied master level music theory while I was in there because I read a whole lot of books during my time incarcerated. If I wasn't on the rec yard playing guitar, I was in my cell reading. So, um, God damn. I took that. I, there was a. Uh, quote i might have mentioned it last time that was in the malcolm x autobiography that i read while i was incarcerated that said turn your cell into your school and your monastery and even though i was a very non-spiritual person at the time i really took that seriously and uh, i read like 900 books approximately while i was incarcerated um and learned a lot of music theory so yeah it's, it's to say that i uh, elevated by leaps and bounds would be an understatement but um pretty much everybody yeah they just they just work out all day every day they go out to the rec yard every day and you know do push-ups and sit-ups and they don't let you have free weight, so it's all calisthenics. It's all pretty much exactly what you were just talking about. It's all just using your body weight to work out. Um, and there's some absolute monsters in there, I can tell you that much. Dudes come out what they call prison ripped. You know, they got like a 12-pack, and mm. their biceps are bigger than my head, and they're massive, mm -hmm. and that's how they got their dopamine while they were in there, especially the guys that don't do drugs or anything. You know, the, pretty much all they have is working out. If you don't play instruments, you don't do drugs, they're working out. So, the, but that means that they're also eating very well then, because you can't just work out and get like that. You need to be fueled with like, good substance so right, do you right. actually have like good food in there not really but you can get protein pack stuff off of the commissary like uh mackerel packs you know uh they do sell protein bars at a lot of prisons um uh, really nasty chalky ones but that have like 28 grams of protein and like a full ounce of protein in there you know and um so i mean they would normally just avoid eating the prison food except for the vegetables and just eat their own food at the uh at the unit so you still mm. just go on like a diet in prison damn Pretty much, yeah. I mean, if you're actually trying to be healthy, you can't eat what they give you. It's pretty much do inedible. Have, do they have, like, vegan options and shit, too? Like, how accommodating <laughs> are they? Yeah. What no, they actually do. What fucking prison did you hear of? Really? No, they're you actually, know, that, they're, I, legally they they're legally required. Yeah. They're legally required to have For religious option. reasons? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's for religious people. Rastafaris, um, Muslims, you know, people that have sh religious diets that therefore they can't mm. eat pork or they can't eat, you know, this or that. They just make it all one. So they have vegan, vegetarian, no fish, no flesh, no blood, kosher. You get the main option and you get that horrible abomination of a second option, the religious meal, which is normally just like a scoop of cream cheese or something like that. Um, oh, it's terrible. It's terrible, man. It's like vegan cream cheese with uh, like some crackers. And it is the nastiest. I'm imagining like two school lunch trays. The first one has like, oh, some turkey, some gravy, a little bit of corn, whatever. Not great. But then the second one is just every single slot is filled with cream cheese. That's, that's yeah, basically like, what it is. Oh, shit. I meant to say cottage cheese. My bad. My bad. I meant to say cottage cheese. Same thing to me. I didn't eat that. Some big buff monster walking up to this like vegan meal. Are you going to eat that? You going to eat that cottage cheese, boy. Let me get that cottage cheese. All right. All right. Here. You can have it. Holy shit. And then they give you like the plainest piece of cake ever that's pretty much like a, a biscuit with some sugar in it, you know, and that'll be your side. And then you can get um, juice that is red, blue or yellow and tastes like water no matter what color it is. So I'll go in there with like a, a soda in my pocket. You bring your own drink, you know, get some ice out of the machine and then you get, you know, some spaghetti with bugs in it. And uh, I made the Extra mistake of getting the... You mean. 
<laughs> yeah, we can call it that. I don't think that's really what it is. I don't think this it stuff has like any nutritional value. Shit. It, it was the, the food in there is very it's just basically inedible. And I always found that weird because presumably the cooks have to eat it too, so why would they make it so badly? But um they normally <laughs> just make their own food back there on the grill. They go bust out some, you know, some bacon and, and some bread and fry themselves up like some uh, like egg cheese and bacon sandwiches and they sell them out the back door and stuff like that and it's uh yeah they, they get to eat nicely because they work in the kitchen do you remember I mostly what commissary your, myself do you remember what your first meal was when you got out when i got out mm-hmm. yeah the first time i went straight to a sushi joint with my grandparents that is a great call that was the very first thing and and it was a branch of my family that is none too fond of other cultures I am from Mississippi. I'd like to remind everybody. And uh, that particular branch of my family that came to get me, um, they don't really care much for outsiders and, uh, you know, foreigners and all that jibber jabber. And they were sitting there. My uncle was actually griping about me picking sushi. He's over there like, man, all the, all the food that they got in damn Birmingham, because we we're on, in Birmingham, stopped there on my way to the halfway house. I was like, I got all this food here in Birmingham, man. You're going to pick sushi, man. What in the uh, world, was man? Boom He's over there eating King of the Hill. Yeah, <laughs> was it Boomhauer? <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I hate to say oh, it. Dang old that sushi there. Yeah. Man, I heard dang old man fried chicken. Dang old, old side of fried dang chicken. Dang important, all that, <laughs> important all that fish from that other sea island, man. That nation of Japan, man. <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I am from Mississippi, and I would like to briefly point out that Mike Judge is a genius, and he's he's really good at the way that he makes fun of people because it's pretty accurate. And so we went to an Asian buffet. I got an absolute stack plate of sushi. I have to admit, though, that I wasn't very hungry. My nerves were popping like crazy. I was really on edge and anxious and felt really, really weird and I had a lot of crazy emotions going on. It had been five years at that point since I've been in society. And, um, and my uncle's over there with, like, a scoop of mac and cheese that he found on one of the bars, you know. And um, that that was the first thing that I smashed, and I was very, very. It was it was one of the best meals I've ever had in my life. It was some cheap corner buffet sushi, you know, and it was just out of this world for me. It was one of the best meals I've ever eaten in my entire life, and um, I had not spoken or seen it to spoken to or seen any of this branch of my family the entire time that I was incarcerated. Um, none of this particular branch of my family had reached out to me in any way, but they all wanted to show up on the day that I got out and I love them and all that, man. But uh, I just had a lot of anxiety going on. It's really hard for me to describe getting out. And how weird it was. Um, actually, another thing that I just put on my YouTube channel a few weeks ago was the actual footage of the first time that I got released from prison when really? my grandparents came to get me. Oh, yeah, did they vlog it? Uh, my grandmother was filming it, yeah. And so um, like you can see the very first time. Basically, yeah. I graduated wow. from prison. Congratulations. You're a loser. <laughs> and um, they... Uh, <laughs> She, my grandfather handed me his iPhone and my mom was on FaceTime and you can hear me in the video be like, so this is, this is what we do now. You can just see people like this. This is, this is crazy. And my mom had sent like a, wow. she was using like one of the emoji filters or whatever after a minute. And I was freaking out. I was like, how the hell do they do this? How are you a giraffe right now? It's moving with your head. I don't get it. I don't understand. And um, so I was really overwhelmed, man. And, and I felt really anxious. I still get a little anxious going in places with a lot of people, because one thing that people can learn from prison is how to move when there's a shit ton of people in a very small space. So that's something I've found that the average person does not know how to do. Every time I get in Walmart, people are cutting you off or trying to bump oh, in front of you and they God. don't, they don't know how to move in prison. You have to know how to move in, with that many people in a small that's space perfect. and be respectful. That's perfect because I always want to send those people to prison too. Anytime I have well, to you walk know in, a, uh, in a busy street where, you know, these days it doesn't exist mm -hmm. anymore because of the fucking right. virus. But back in the day, 
that, that especially so my worst just foe in life is when a bunch of them are walking hand to hand so it will be like five people side by side taking up the whole sidewalk and then one of them just randomly stops don't you love those people the random yep, stoppers a wall just of they're staring at their ta- phone randomly stops as yep just a wall of humans that you have to try and get around now the burden's on you prison there you go if they Perfect. did, if they did go I, to prison it would fix it trust me I, I trust you wholeheartedly. I'll take your word for it. I was entirely on the idea even beforehand, and now I even I have the expert opinion. Now I'm even more convicted in my opinion that they need to be thrown in a fucking slammer. Fuck Just me. Just yell it at them next time. Next time you get a jam up, be like, you're going to prison, motherfucker. So Josh that is there anything actually... Is there any option... <laughs> uh, not option, but is there anything you miss from prison? No, you know, the funny thing is I get asked that more often than you would probably think. Uh, I cannot honestly say that there's anything that I miss. There are certain things that I've become accustomed to that you don't really notice the lack of, you know, I mean, you don't notice it until you don't have it anymore. For example, people knowing how mm. to move. I mean, that's obviously a benefit. But um, <laughs> while I can't say that I ever missed anything, that I don't miss anything, there are times during my prison sentence where things were going really smoothly. You know, the days were flying by and I had a few good friends and I was going to band practice a lot and stuff like that, where you kind of almost have like, it's going to sound weird, man, but almost like a sense of nostalgia for it. Not in the same way as like nostalgia when you were a kid, like, oh, if only I could go back to that. But it's more <laughs> like you look back and you go, you know, the, that point in time right there wasn't that bad. Yeah, it's just when brain yeah. craves routine and structure. And when you get used to that kind of thing, no matter how shitty it is, you're going to kind of have some sort of like longing for it or, you know, comfort in it. Exactly. You know, and, and at totally that point in time, things are going really well. And I had two very good friends, one of whom just started a YouTube channel. He's got like a hundred subscribers. Uh, he was the drummer in my band and uh, he's doing really well now. And I can't say that I miss it, man. I definitely wouldn't go back to it for anything in this world. I mean, you could not pay me enough money <laughs> to go live that again for three months. That's, that's probably fair. Yeah. It makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but yeah, it, it was I chill. Either. It was chill. I can look back and I'm like, man, those were good guys. We were having a good time. You know, there were a lot of laughs and stuff. I mean, you really, <laughs> really got to learn. You like, fucking Stockholm syndrome to yourself. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a pretty severe case of Stockholm syndrome. Not necessarily my case. Cause I don't want to go back. I'm married now and I got a baby and stuff. You know what I mean? There's nothing that's going to tear me away from this, but at the same time, you can look back and recognize when things were going smoothly and how easy that time was to do, especially compared to later parts in your sentence. If things were tense or there was like, you know, two gangs were having problems and you didn't know if things were going to pop off at any second or anything like that. You can look back at the times that were good and be like, man, we sure did have fun. Um, you really got to learn. You really learn a lot about how like friendship will get you through stuff like this, you know, and and having a couple of guys that are on the same kind of time as you, you know, that you get along with that you genuinely care about and actually are, have a good friendship with. Just makes it so much better, man. And I do miss those guys, you know. Do you Did you ever have like a prison? Of them? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was just oh, yeah. Ask, still, Did you ever I'll have any like prison talent shows? Uh yeah, yeah, they do that. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Tell tell us like the best talent you saw at prison. Um, for the most part, man, it was really just like terrible, terrible, god awful rappers that thought that they were going to be famous because the FBI got after them. Um, but it was mostly just bands, man. Um, one guy actually jumped up I, when I was at FCI Butner for my um for my mental evaluation in 2014, Bernie Madoff was there, the Ponzi schemer, and he was actually came to the talent show. This dude jumped up. I thought this dude was mentally ill and I'm not convinced that he wasn't. This dude jumped up and did a freestyle scat for like three minutes and everybody was digging it, dude. Everybody was bumping their head to it. Like they were boogieing with it and stuff like that. This dude just jumped up. Bernie Madoff went up and scat man. No, 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 no. He was there. He watched. No, no. Bernie Madoff just sat there. That would have been the best moment of my life. 
up until my daughter was born. If Bernie Madoff would have jumped up there and done that. But no, this dude, just, just some random dude, man. It was just this like this like 40 year old guy that was probably severely mentally ill because it was Butner, North Carolina, where they send crazy people. And he jumped up and grabbed the mic and was like, well, I got something very special for you guys on this Christmas Eve. It was a Christmas Eve talent show at Butner. And he was like, I got something very special. He was saving it special. for Christmas. Yeah, he, he's been working on this all year. And he jumped up and grabbed that microphone oh. and he went, skidoo beat the bop boop bop bop bow and just started scatting. Everybody was like, yeah, man, yeah. That's what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about. That's so, that sounds like the coolest fucking thing that's ever happened in a prison. Everybody was really laughing yeah. because this dude went full sin. I mean, he was like squinting his face up like Cobain playing guitar, just like face twisted up, just feeling it, man. Just letting that Holy Spirit out. He's speaking in tongues up there and everybody's like, yeah, man, that's what I'm talking about. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, the, the pretty much the bulk of the talent show, as far as I'm concerned, was I played bass with the band and then I took the bass off, set it down, picked up a guitar and a different band got up there and I played guitar with them and then... I sat down the guitar and got on the drums and a different band came up there because there weren't a ton of musicians and I was the only one that played several instruments fluently. So I would just basically jump around instruments while different bands came up there. That was the fun part for me. Show off. Yeah, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, really. Jesus. Maybe <laughs> prison was good for you. The Josh D. Golly, man. Savage. Do you um, no, bunk? I mean, it's not like <laughs> I'm amazing like? at any of those other instruments. My bunk? Um, pretty much yeah. a, a standard like metal... Standard metal bunk bed. Um, most of the mm. time, they don't come with uh, ladders, so the younger guy, by nature, gets the top ladder, the top bunk, which um, 100% of the time was me. I think I met three people my entire time in the feds that were younger than me. Um, but they, they normally don't have a ladder, but it's it's pretty standard. Now, at, at the medium-high security prisons, they lock the cells at night, and um, they actually have, and this is, if I'm not mistaken, illegal, three-man cells. These cells were designed for two people, but the federal prison, <laughs> the federal prison uh, population last I checked was at 151% capacity. So they basically started bolting down an extra bed in these rooms. So there was one on the floor. Jesus. And then where the foot of that was, was the bunk bed. So you had three people shoved into, I mean, if you, it, when you guys see the video, it's about as much space as from behind me to my wall and where my piano and my guitar amps and stuff are very, very small room for three grown men to live. Um, How yeah, the they normally didn't even have a ladder. Uh, the mattresses were about maybe an inch to an inch and a half thick. You could feel your hip oh. on the metal of the rack. Ooh, God, God oh, that doesn't sound like a Helix mattress yeah. at all. Yeah. No. Let nah. us enlighten you. Andrew, please. What's a Helix mattress? Oh, the face oh, of God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, sleep is important. Comfortable sleep is important. There's a lot of things that go into a comfy sleep, such as good sheets and a nice pillow and a relaxing environment. But I think the most important thing to a good night's sleep is a nice mattress. Maybe that's why everyone in prison is so grumpy, because they're sleeping on those one-inch thick mattresses that you were talking about. Oh, that's, that's disgusting. It's terrible. What they should have done is used Helix Sleep to take their quiz that takes just two minutes to complete that'll match your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Everybody is unique and Helix knows that, so they have several different mattress models to choose from. Soft, medium, firm, and mattresses that are also great for cooling you down if you sleep hot, as well as Helix Plus for plus-sized folks. If you're looking for a mattress, you can take the quiz and order the mattress you're matched to, and it'll come right to your door shipped for free. You don't ever, ever have to go to a mattress store again. 
And Helix is awesome, but you don't have to listen to me at all. You can ignore what I'm saying. All you need to do is pick up a 2020 issue of GQ or Wired Magazine, where they named it the number one best mattress. And you can check it out by going to helixsleep.com official to take their two-minute sleep quiz and match yourself to a customized mattress that will be the best sleep of your life. Now, you're probably already leaping to your computer or your smartphone going, free mattress quiz? Oh my god, I can't wait. Hang on. Helix will also offer you up to $200 off of all mattress orders and two free pillows. If you go to helixsleep.com official, I know you can't wait to take that quiz. I know you're foaming at the mouth, salivating, running rampant, swinging your arms left and right, ready to take this sleep quiz. But don't you want $200 off as well and yes. two free pillows? Absolutely. So you got to make sure that when you go to take that quiz, you go to helixsleep.com official to take full advantage of this offer. That's helixsleep.com official $200 off. Two free pillows, mattress quiz. What more could you ask for? Excellent. Nothing. Yeah. Did you hear any stand-up at the prison talent shows? <laughs> no, I, I actually didn't. Um, the funniest <laughs> guys didn't stand up and do it, you know, or, or go in front of a crowd. They'd just be the guys that were shooting the shit in the side of the cell or, you know, clowning on people in the corner or whatever. There was no official act of comedy or anything like that. It would have taken <laughs> a lot of nerve to get up in front of a bunch of convicts and try to say, I'm funny. <laughs> More, more, That's definitely more nerve man. than I had. I didn't have the balls to jump up there and be like, hey, everybody. Hey, so uh, did you guys see that spaghetti last week? <laughs> 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 What's the deal with the prison food, huh? Yeah, so it's just uh, prison food, huh? Aren't we they, all they beat Daryl to death in his cell last night. Isn't that fucking hilarious? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody see my knife? Oh, I guess they left it in Daryl. <laughs> How no, about that cabinet search? Har har. Crowd pleaser. So, okay, yeah, well, they, um, on a more positive note, though, Joe, uh, Josh, you're now a dad. What's that yes, like? Yes, I am. I, my little girl's about to be six months old. Um, the, the best way that I can sum it up, man, is that all this stuff that parents and old people always told you about how it, it totally changes your heart was actually true. I was a very cynical guy. I always thought that they were just being old, sentimental people, but it actually has been amazing, man. I'm loving being a dad. Uh, mm. My little girl is gorgeous. She's happy, and she's healthy, and she's fat in and, and, and the good, healthy baby way. And uh, I could not be happier about it, man. Uh, I think Karis was pregnant last time that I came on the show. God bless yeah, my Yeah, I think so. I agree with but that, everything by the way. Smoothly. My, my opinions have also changed because when you're young, you're a teenager and all the everyone in your life tells you, oh, yeah, you know, I know you don't want to marry now. And I know that you know, the last thing you want on earth is a child, but trust me, it'll change. It'll change. That's what everyone yep. in my life fucking told me. I, I was always like, and no, I'm not going to change. I fucking hate kids. It's never going to change. <laughs> I'm going to be by myself, 60 years old. I don't want fucking kids. Fuck that. Maybe some hot bitches, but that's it, bro. <laughs> and then, yeah, you know, as you age, as you come closer to middle age or whatever the hell they call it now, yeah, it changes all of a sudden. Absolutely, man. The idea of a kid is actually kind of nice and enticing and settling down. I'm starting to find that um, cliches are cliches for a reason, you know, the stuff that the old mm. people tell us. Um now, of course, obviously, not everybody at my age, I'm 27 now, not everybody is going to be up and roaring and raring to have a kid or anything. Um, we weren't planning on having a kid just yet, but we weren't trying not to, you know. Um, but, man, it, it was a wonderful, wonderful thing. Uh, I, I'm thrilled every single day, even when she's fussy and stuff like that, man. I'm absolutely loving it. Not to mention, <laughs> um, 
I figured that I could probably Tom Sawyer her when she gets a little bit older and convince her that runecrafting and agility training on RuneScape is fun. Do it like <laughs> as a reward. Like, did you did you do all your homework, Lennon? All right, you did all your homework. You can do one hour of agility on Daddy's account, I guess. Well, <laughs> you were you were such bots. a good girl. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You, you were such a, a good girl farmer. today. I'm gonna let you do an extra thirty minutes of agility. Yay, Dad! Just Tom Sawyer, you know, and trick her into thinking it's fun. Good um, work, that's honey. That's pretty much my game yes, plan now. You may do your chores now. Yes. Yep. Two do your chores hours. on my account. I'll go load the dishwasher <laughs> while you run agility. I'd rather do that any day of the week. <laughs> so does um, so, Josh? You're a, you said. Uh, or describe yourself as a full-time RuneScape streamer. Does that pay the bills still? I yeah, it's paying the bills, man. I mean, full-time, but you know, uh, I don't have a... Uh, oh, man, I'm sure Charlie would opinion. be making a killing right now. Uh, leagues just came out. The game's actually popping. Asmongold from World of Warcraft just started playing old school. But, um, yeah, man, it's paying the bills. I mean, I'm not rich or anything, you know what I'm saying? We don't just have an absolute ton of expendable income, but my wife can't work. She's taking care of the baby, and then we got COVID going on, so she had to quit her job. She was uh, seven months pregnant working at her job. And um, a guy came downstairs, this is the beginning, the beginning of the pandemic. This dude comes downstairs to the hotel she was working at and was like, hey, I'm just going to hang out down here for a little while because I just found out that my roommate's got that corona thing that they're talking about. So I'm going to chill down here. And he's two steps away from a seven-month pregnant woman. Um, at that point, <laughs> she decided to go ahead and quit her job. So, um, yeah, I've got, the, I've got the bills covered, man. We don't have just an absolute we're – not, we're not rich by any means, you know, but it is taking care of the bills, and uh, I'm absolutely blessed for that. It's kind of a grand irony in a, in a lot of ways. And – um. I'm going to keep doing it as long as I can. It's my favorite game. I still love it, you know, and I uh, I got a lot of notoriety in the community, to say the least. <laughs> so is there a new one now? I was on Steam. There's the RuneScape 3. That's RuneScape no, just, 3. Oh. We don't talk okay. about that. But it's just called <laughs> RuneScape, though. On yeah, Steam they call that RuneScape. What I play is old school RuneScape. It's the classic uh, version that wait. most of us tried when we were kids. So why do we not talk about it? What, it's it's a World of Warcraft opinions. clone. It's bad. It's pay to win uh, microtransactions. You know, it's it's. Um, I'm not sure who you guys' sponsors are, so I'm not going to say any particular names. But it's kind of like the RuneScape. new online. You can, you can talk, talk <laughs> Runescape all you want. Don't worry. It's it's not the uh, no no no. I wasn't going to say Runescape. I was going to say it's pretty much the the PC equivalent of the most ambitious MMORPG of 2019. Sign up now for 100 free agility potions and 50 silver. Uh, that game that's on mobile now. If you guys know the the popular sponsor. Mm. And um, I don't know, man, you can just pay to win. You can beat it with paying money. And they have a very, very small player base compared to ours. So I play the old school version. Yeah, the RuneScape 3 is just not super fun from everything I've seen. No, it's terrible. And they got a bunch of weird cosmetics, like strange rainbow zebra suits and stuff like that. Okay, well, that one sounded kind of cool. I just pulled it off the top of my head. But um, I don't know, man. It, it's just, it's bad. It, it just looks terrible. It's kind of like how people refer classic WoW over retail. You know, it's just uh, probably 50% nostalgia and 50% a chance to not have all the shit that you hated about the modern equivalent of a game. Have Steam reviews now become the new Rotten Tomatoes? Because I'm on RuneScape, the page for the RuneScape, the RuneScape oh, 3, no. I guess. And the reviews say it's very positive. And I've seen this with Good. a bunch of games now where the reviews all say very positive, overwhelmingly positive, and then I give it a shot and well, it's fucking it's miserable. Not, it's not <laughs> a Rotten Tomato effect. Rotten Tomatoes is like some real pretentious shit and people just bandwagoning something. On Steam, it's people that already like the game. So they're leaving the review. Like if you play RuneScape and you don't like it, you're probably not going to review it. You're probably not going to be like, yeah, I put six hours in the game and didn't like it. You'll just not 
think the about whole, it. The whole old school community yeah. was begging everybody not to go leave a terrible review bomb on it. You know, they were they were really That's, trying that because it's still the same company. You know, at the end yeah. of the day, and, and people might like RuneScape mm. three and then decide to give old school a shot. It's still Jagex. It's still the same company. Um, so we were really begging people not to do that. It looks like it worked. If it has a good review, man, I'm glad to hear that. Um, there's a few That's people how in my clan reviewing shit. works in general. Most people who have a good experience aren't going to bother reviewing it because, like, they're just enjoying it and they don't care. But if you have a bad experience, you're like, I'm mad and I want to do something about it. Yep. I'll leave a bad review. That is that is the sad part about it. Some games yeah. now do the app thing where you know on your phone you can't you can no longer install any app without it pestering you into reviewing it. You guys know that. The second oh my time God, you open no. the app, it's always, mm-hmm. oh, give us five stars. Would you like to leave us a five-star review on the app store? Huh? Yeah, would you like to leave us a five-star review on the app store? Not now, damn it, stop. Yeah, not now, don't ever. Don't remind me ever again. If I wanna, <laughs> I will. Fuck off. PC games are doing this now. I was playing Tell Me Why, which is the new Don't Not game, the, the people who made the Life is Strange series, by the way. Miserable game. At the end of the chapter, it asks you to leave them a five-star review. It gives you the option to. It's oh my God. like, not only is your game insultingly bad, but now you're asking me to review it with five stars. It's just go fuck yourself. Are you fucking... This is... Advertisements please. have gotten very aggressive. Well, that's not really an advertisement. That's more just begging for reviews. Right, right. It's well, I was going to say advertising yeah. has gotten terrible. Um, please, please review our stuff has gotten really terrible. Like yeah. the social mm-hmm. media culture yeah. has really exploded while I was gone. It was something I noticed. Everything that you download now wants their reviews of it. Everywhere that you look, there's advertisements on everything, particularly advertisements mm-hmm. saying radar advertisement. I mean, it's all about the feedback now because they know, I guess, that stuff goes viral or whatever. And I guess they're hoping that somebody will say, you know what? I love this game so much. I'm going to leave it a five-star review, and then I'm going to tweet about it, and then I'm going to put it on my gram. And I don't know, man. It's something I noticed is a lot different from whenever I was playing computer games back in 2012, 2011, you know? Back when you were not, you know, pre you being in prison, we have unskippable 60-second advertising now in uh, you know full-priced games. We talked about this, I think, either last week or the week before, if you download a what was it guys nba 2k 2k 21 baby 2k mm-hmm. 21 yeah you get advertising that you can't skip josh it's apparently just regular tv ads and you can't skip them even though even you paid you 60 bucks game? for the game yeah full version this isn't free to play i understand when they used to do this shit with free to play games you know the jrpgs yeah. or jmmorpgs whatever the fuck they called them and you know if you're playing free to play i okay i get it there can be ads but you pay yeah. full price for this thing. Some kids, you know, young younger kids especially, they save up their allowance. And after a couple of weeks, they finally shill out 60 bucks or even more in some cases to a company to buy a game. And they still have to sit through advertising. Like That's they're watching ridiculous, TV. There's, there's a big fucking difference in acceptability for free-to-play games. Like if the game is free... Do whatever the fuck you want with ads. You can t- ask me to buy coins after every round. You can play yeah. the little ad in the corner. Who gives a fuck? It's a free game. I've lost nothing by playing it. Mm. But when you pay $60 for the game or any of this shit, it's so, like, oh, To God. be fair, uh, NBA 2K team has said it was an accident. It was a glitch <laughs> that allowed these unskippable yeah. ads. Yeah. We accidentally yeah. coded ads into our game that we knew you had to buy to unlock in the first place. <laughs> we accidentally left them in until somebody wrote an art- article about it, too. 
Yeah. I believe that <laughs> at complete face value. They have mm. said that they are working their absolute best to fix it. So any day ah, now, I'm sure to toggle the switch that any they literally could just turn off and on. No, you don't yeah. understand how difficult it is. Some some absolute monster hacker hacked into NBA 2K servers and put unskippable ads in their game. Ah, uh, yeah, they have to catch him. It was an accidental rape. I just slipped and fell right into her vagina and held her down and her mouth and I muffled uh, her and I hit her bet in the back of the head. You know, just accidents. No, Allegedly. This, yeah, was clearly the, this was clearly the work of the wet bandit hackers. They <laughs> ruining 2K's <laughs> reputation. Yeah, that uh, sounds about like the FBI treatment right there. They gave you, oh, it was an accident. We were just doing our job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Uh, the prosecutor's son accidentally may have you know, seduced your girlfriend. Who knows? It's, it's all rumors. Allegedly. What a strange allegedly. coincidence. Oh, yeah. I forgot no. to say allegedly. Attention, everyone. Everything that I said was alleged. <laughs> Keep that in mind. I'm not saying any wrongdoing occurred. Allegedly. What do you guys think today is the single scummiest practice in gaming? Ooh, At the top of your heads. Ooh. I, just I, I can immediately rust. answer. Okay, I think the... Uh, I think objectively the right answer is sports games, just like the entire fucking genre of sports games is the worst practice ever. It's <laughs> just copy and pasting the same game and having your <laughs> dumb fucking communities defended every year. Sports <laughs> games. I didn't realize they changed the rules of football, so I guess uh, they're coming out with a new game now. <laughs> yeah. I was unaware of this. I thought it had been established for 150 years or something, but okay. Fucking loot boxes in the sports games, releasing the same sports games every single year, copy and paste. It's fucking wild, and people will defend it till their death. Oh my god, man. The the only sports game I ever played was the original Blitz on Nintendo 64. That was just because you could beat the shit out of people after every play. That was like the only only time that I've ever had fun on a sports game. I've never enjoyed sports game. Now that being said, my opinion is worth nothing because I play old school RuneScape, so... (laughs) I don't have much. I don't have much room to give an opinion on video games and what's good and what's bad. I just started playing Rust. I'm still behind on games, and um, mm. that game is insane. I will say another bad tactic is just griefing people for no reason. But again, I play old school RuneScape. I can't. Buddy, talk. do not do not let people shame you for your taste. Just today, I spent about an hour trying to configure my router into letting me play Worms Armageddon online. You are a sick like, man, Kaya. You I don't know that the, game. The heart wants what the heart wants. Okay. Uh, I don't think I've heard of that game. I'm behind on most games. What? No, it's, it's a two. It's a I two thousand you on, like four onto this game. podcast, and this is what. Oh, Josh, no. Kaya Sorry, has this, man. Kaya We're has have a to real. This now. He has a real <laughs> problem with Worms Armageddon, man. There's something about that game no. that is tapped into all, every neuron in his fucking brain, and it's like the only game it. he ever really thinks about. Are you saying Worms? Yeah. Yeah, Worms Armageddon. Wor- worms Armageddon. Just want to make I'll sure give, I had that right. I'll let, I'll let your faux pas here slide, Josh, because you've been in prison. But you know, it's been <laughs> you barely before, came out before you were in prison. Yeah, so uh, I missed that one. I, I mean, I've always played old school games, so I'm surprised I didn't hear about it. When I got locked up, I was playing Counter Strike 1.6 and uh, Quake 3 Arena. So I mean, I've always been behind the curve on video games, anyways. Shame. Yeah, but Worms Armageddon. It was never that popular. It's just something <laughs> struck in Kaya's fucking. Neural pathways that it ruined him. He got caught in a loop. He got Groundhog Day into it. I guess it's because I'm mediocre at that game, which puts me in the top one percent of skill across the player base. <laughs> I suppose I, I, <laughs> such yeah. a high level of entry alone. Just, just the effort that goes into figuring out to run the game, and then on top of that, putting in the one hour of tinkering with your Windows 10 and your router to try and go online. That. I don't know. Wow. It's, it's just, I feel like uh, 
lead hacker Neo seeing the Matrix running down in green little letters and, you know, Chinese symbols on my screen trying to make the uh, game run. I feel like being the top ranked on that game is like being the principal of a homeschool. I honestly don't know who the fuck. The number one wormer in the world. I don't know. And the the sad part is just like the many mysteries of the universe, we're never going to know who the top worms player on the planet is. Because you know no you should one do, plays Kaya. that game competitively. Kai, but, but what if you held a big worms tournament for like a thousand dollars? That'd like really I asked you the... to do that, asshole. You in. actually have a platform. Well, I, I you know, know what happens when I, I scream Charlie, I got like seven and a half viewers. What the fuck am I gonna do? Play with my I already play with my <laughs> close friends. No one's gonna tune into the Okaya oh, Orsan invitational only worms Armageddon <laughs> tournaments from where you know where you need to download this. The, it's not even the invitational part of it that makes it a fucking event that nobody else get access to. It's the fact that even if I invited the entire official podcast fan base, is that they first have to figure out how to you know configure the routers to be able to connect to the fucking game. <laughs> that's why I asked that's you to saying. do that. It, it needs to be the native community of the game, and the reason I'm not doing it is because I don't want to do that either. I don't want to reconfigure my fucking router. <laughs> I don't even know it's how. It's such Tell a fucking hassle. Just even when we played like four years ago, it was a hassle. And we played against the guy that's still running the original CD-ROM. We, did, yeah, oh, we, wow. could, we didn't get to play. That's the part, though. I think if you... We you never play. met. What do you mean? No, okay. I, remember, I, don't remember, I barely remember the guy's name. It was like Glass CD or something. Like it was like Glass yeah, Nuke. Yeah, yeah. And he, so Josh, it, we booted up this game at the time we were trying to like uh, play games together, the four official boys of us on YouTube or Twitch or something. And I, I convinced the guys to play Worms Armageddon with me. We all downloaded it. Okay, we're all in a lobby. This guy joins who, you know, this game was released two decades ago. And he still has the original CD and a CD-ROM. People these days don't even have CD-ROM drives. Who the fuck still What's has a CD? CD-ROM drive? Yeah, what is a CD? <laughs> it's like an eight track uh, fucking cassette player at this point it's ancient technology you have to <laughs> decipher hieroglyphs if you even dis- buy that thing to be able to install it on your computer and he just destroyed us round after round we didn't we i mean i would assume so on the motherfucker he's about that life man i would assume so he's like How fuck halo he- fuck god i play worms over again man Oh, yeah, that guy right there is definitely, like, in his mid-50s or something. It's the only game that even works. But, yeah. Kaya, how how often do you play Worms? I used to play... So, me and my buddies in my server, the Discord server, we, like, every weekend we just play games, and most often it would be Worms Armageddon. Just, um, like I said, among ourselves, because the second we invite anybody... So, on Worms Armageddon, you can make public lobbies and let anybody join. And the second we let anybody join... A master would join. It's of there course. really is no in between. There is no amateurs playing Worms Armageddon these days. The second you make a public lobby on Worms Armageddon, you're going to get some elite fucking Navy SEAL, Worm SEAL joining and destroying your entire team. And they talk shit too. It's not like they're humble or anything about it. They're like, okay, I see there's four players. How about we give each of you like 16 worms? I'll get one worm with 10% health. And then he kills <laughs> no all of us. I remember the guy handicapped himself against us, too. He would start throwing his worms off the cliff and then just beat us with one worm. He didn't give a shit. My God. 
Yeah, these guys were nuts. These guys were absolutely fucking nuts. I mean, I feel like that's the way that's going to go with any old game, you know? I mean, uh, to use it as an example, again, old school RuneScape, they came out in 2003. I started in 2004. The average, the average length of time that old school RuneScape players have been playing the game is like 12 years, 11 years, you know? That's just the average, so... I myself started 16 years ago. I mean, that's going to be like that with any game, you know? Any game that's that old and still people are playing it, they've probably been playing it forever. I doubt that anybody new is getting into Worms Armageddon, you know? Especially if you have to <laughs> reconfigure your fucking router. <laughs> yep. I just... I, I don't have the power, Charlie. Only you do. Nobody's... You're a streamer now. <laughs> Charlie, Nobody you don't know. Look, playing that game AOC... actively even knows what streaming is. Ah, uh, Charlie, uh, <laughs> nobody knew what Among Us was. And the next thing you know, fucking AOC is playing Among Us. OK, you don't know. Maybe you and I oh, can I start playing Worms Armageddon and fucking Trump is going to come out and play with us. You don't know. Let's just try. <laughs> you never know who's out there until you put it. You know, you got to you got to put the flag yeah. out there, man. You got to call them. You call them, they'll come. As far as I can tell by the chat, nobody plays it, though, for what it's worth. Nobody. Literally <laughs> nobody plays Worms Armageddon. It's Kaya and, like, 15 dudes that all use the CD-ROM in, like, an old 1999 Dell or something. I never noticed until of which you are my friends. It. I don't have a CD-ROM drive on my PC either. I didn't even nobody notice until you said No one does. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a dead, that's a lost art right there, because I just now noticed. I never even thought about it because I don't have to think about it, but I don't have a CD-ROM drive. I, I yeah. built a I built a PC. Not only did I not get a CD-ROM drive, but you know, obviously you can install Windows from a flash drive now. And I, I was looking up uh, you know guides for how to build your PC because I'd never done it before. And it said, okay, you need an eight, at least eight gigabyte flash drive to make a Windows installation flash drive or whatever. So I went on Amazon, typed in. You can't even get eight gigabyte flash drives anymore. That's how out of date I felt. It's like, okay, would you like a one terabyte or two ter- terabyte flash I was about drives? To say, it's it's probably like, shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's impossible. Would you like a zettabyte, a Googlebyte? Oh my god, gigabytes? What's that? What are you, fucking mummy? Yeah, they don't operate in gigs yeah. anymore. Now, Kaya, when you were when you were shopping for all these things, did you start sweating from all the choices? Like, no, really, not only really did start I start getting sweating. dehydrated. And I'm always the fucking dehydrated. I don't fucking drink a whole lot of yeah, water. Me too, actually. I started sweating. Video games. I got nervous. I got shaky hands. Like, oh, oh my God, Jesus Christ. All of these options and choices. And now they're telling me that if I don't ground myself, I'm at, I'm at a fucking wreck my motherboard and my graphics card or whatever. So I started drinking to make my hands less shaky. And then, so what happened? Obviously, the next day I wake up all discombobulated, hungover. But thankfully, thankfully there was a fucking solution. Liquid IV. They sponsor us. So mm-hmm. I went to my goddamn fridge. So, Andrew, tell them how they yeah. saved my life, possibly. Kaya, I've I've been feeling similar issues to you. I don't know what the fuck is happening. I don't know if the world out there is changing real hard, but I have been so goddamn dehydrated and dry feeling for the last couple months. I have been fucking slambasting hydration products. And let me tell you something. I've tasted a lot. I've also tasted liquid IV. Hmm. Liquid IV is pretty fucking tasty, but I'm also excited for the future because Liquid IV is looking to experiment with some crazy new flavors coming out soon, including guava, watermelon, and the one that's piqued my curiosity, apple pie. You get to Mm. try some delicious apple pie flavored hydration drink, but only if you go the route of Liquid IV. Liquid IV's one serving contains the same hydration as drinking two to three bottles of water, 
What makes it so effective? Cellular transport technology, or CTT for short. It's an optimal ratio of glucose, sodium, and potassium that delivers water and nutrients into the bloodstream. Electrolytes, bitch. One stick. Yeah, science. Mm. One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water gives three times the hydration of plain water. It's science. Liquid IV is also on a mission to change the world. The company has donated over 6.7 million servings globally. In response to COVID-19, their products are being donated to hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, active U.S. military, and more, with over 3 million servings in total so far for that effort. Liquid IV is also available nationwide at Walmart in the beverage section. But that's boring. Going to Walmart is boring. Going to the big, massive, sprawling store and having to find it and locate it and look for it and going, is this yeah, liquid what IV? Sick? Oh, this is, this is the generic brand of IV liquid. I don't want that. Ugh, no, you could be a future person. You could be someone without a CD drive and order <laughs> on the Internet. And you can get 25% off when you order on the Internet by going to liquidiv.com and using code official at checkout. Mm -hmm. And that's 25% off of anything you order on their website, as long as you use promo code official. Go to liquidiv.com for better hydration today. Use promo code official and get 25% off of anything your heart desires. Go nuts. Go wild. Stop being so dry. Charlie has made an entire brand moniker off of the word moist, and you can be more like him utilizing Liquid IV's hydration technology using promo code official at liquidiv.com. Hydrate, bitches. Moist meter 1,000%. It's literal science. What, are you going to refute science? What are you, fucking moron? Go drink. <laughs> and play Worms Armageddon. No, don't do the last part. Did Charlie leave to take a shit? Uh, I think he said that he had could not hold his shit, so. <laughs> yeah, are y'all trolling him or did he really say that? No, no he, he, is, he said I can't hold this shit and he has gone to take a shit. Oh, I thought so. he meant he had something to get off of his chest. Oh my God, man. Nah, let's, let's do another good topic and then we can wrap it up if he's not back. Sounds good. Have you guys seen uh, people are mad at Elon Musk now? For when have they not been mad at Elon Musk? Fair, but there's some no, good reasons aware. to be mad at Elon Musk, and then there's bad reasons. So, a bad reason for it, and oh, okay, let's start with the good reasons. A good reason to be bad, uh, mad at Elon Musk would be you know, his <laughs> the, <laughs> is the, this a Dr. Seuss book? Uh -oh. Yeah, well, a no, good reason to be bad or to be bad and glad is <laughs> it just me stuttering. But a good reason would yeah. be, you know, the, the rights his workers get at the factories and the way he gets his lithium. A bad reason is, the recent reason, um, SpaceX said that if they make it to Mars first, that they would get to set the rules on Mars. So they wouldn't be bound by any Earth government rules. And people were, for some reason, angry at this. Very much so. A bunch of journal, um, you know, journalists wrote articles about how how dare he make the statements that if he gets to Mars first and colonize it, he would get to make the laws on Mars and yada yada. How do you guys feel? Um, I mean, mm. naturally, the way that it worked, if I'm not mistaken, in the old times, whenever you claimed a new country or something like that and stuck your flag in it, you were still yeah. under the law and rule of your home country. So that doesn't really seem to make sense to me. Oh, no. OK, I disagree then. Well, doesn't that uh, doesn't that go against the international treating? I forgot what it's fucking called, but it basically said space is like 
not allowed to be claimed by anybody? Oh, I think so, actually. I think you're right. I think celestial bodies are not allowed to be claimed by individuals or yeah. countries even. Um, there's there's some international treaty. It's got a big fancy name, but it literally decreed back when we were doing the fucking moon race. It was like, look, man, just because yeah, you, you go to the moon and, and say mean you were yours. first, but right. you're literally not allowed to claim shit that's in space. It's like, that's for everybody. Yeah, but at the same time, I guess in this, the, the metaphor here, the parallel might perhaps be that him... He himself is basically the king that's sending the expedition in this instance. Yes. I mean, he's the one that's getting them there, and nobody else can get there without him. So, I mean, it's got to kind of, I mean, how the hell are we going to stop him going to space? and going to send a space force after him? I mean, who's going to stop him, you know? So, several points. I first want to read this one tweet from someone called Carolyn Porco. Said, um, SpaceX will make its own laws on Mars and not recognize international laws. Proof that the kind of excess wealth that leads to power and influence leads also to unrestrainable, blinding hubris and arrogance and thence to evil. This must be stopped now. So I give Carolyn extra points for <laughs> using the word thence to make thence. herself sound smart. But, you know, we also have to focus in on the word hubris here. This guy and his company, if they manage to colonize Mars... Yeah, let them make the rules. That's how, as Josh said, you know, in all of human history, the conqueror kind of gets to set the rules. Yeah. Right? You in don't this have case, to he would be the conqueror. Plus, more importantly, what do you think he's going to do? Like, oh, this, uh, you know, Elon Musk's billion dollar company, which only, you know, exclusively has shareholders on Earth, is going to send people to Mars. <laughs> he's going to, what, establish a, I guess, Mars colony, maybe a factory or something. Then what? He's going to make murder legal? He's going to make rape legal? Right, yeah. You think that's, got, uh, you that's know, what's going to happen? He huh? would absolutely do some dumb shit like that, though. 100% he would, is like he a meme. would make some dumb shit like, you know, every employee must, you know, uh, every Sunday they must share their favorite memes. But he's not going to make rape yeah. and murder legal. What the fuck is there? He's not going to make stealing legal. What is their problem? He's not going to handicap his own company, even if he does colonize Mars. For what it's worth, I feel like a large part of this could be the simple fact that we don't know what challenges and things are going to be presented once they get there. We're not sure how they might need to bend the rules. It's a little inconceivable to us, you know. I mean, I can't imagine it would be too terribly different. Let's share what we got, you know, take care of each other, uplift each other. I mean, I've read The Martian, right? It should be pretty similar to that, but with multiple people. <laughs> the Martian, but, um, right? <laughs> so we're going to be growing potatoes out of our shit? I mean, probably. I would assume Someone's so, yeah. Someone's got to do it. Human fertilizer, yeah. you know. Um, uh, Matt Damon's going to be the first one to colonize Mars. Uh, that'd that'd be be serious question to those who are angry at this. What possible law is Elon Musk or his company, I guess, or the board of directors going to enact on Mars that you would hate? There's nothing on Mars besides rock. Imagine. What do you care? Well, he could bring illegal things to Mars and start doing them. Oh, yeah, like doing what? weed on Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Smoking oh. doobie on Mars. The war on <laughs> yeah. Mars drugs. Yes. Oh, That'd be God. huge. Yeah. The Martian the intergalactic Earth. drug well, I, war. It's, okay, uh, I'm still on Elon's side then. The motherfucker is clearly pro-weed. He just went on Rogan and fucking smoked dope with no care <laughs> for his stock price or anything. So I'm still on his side. I don't care. Legalize all drugs on Mars. What do I care? Have you ever smoked DMT well, on Mars? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the problem is, though, Kaya, that we don't know what he's entirely into. He could be doing some heinous shit right now that we don't know about. And then he wants to do it on Mars where no one will ever catch it. I guess that's a good point. So, is that it could come out of the woodwork. No one's once caught he's him there. here either then. So you, 
your fear is that, for example, like just pulling this out of my ass, you could sell a billion dollar tickets to billionaires to go to Mars and legally fuck children or something. Yeah. What's the stuff? But it wouldn't be legal when they came back to Earth. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but no one would know it's happening on Mars. Would he have diplomatic well, immunity because he's from another planet now or something? You know, <laughs> you can do he can do whatever he wants. He shuttles billionaires to Mars, lets them fuck kids, at the same time gives them Martian citizenship, and once they're back on Earth, they have legal immunity. Uh, well, see, that's, that's all. That's what we're trying to prevent. Now you get it. But I feel like it'd be a dead giveaway. Like if you have a bunch of children going to Mars, (laughs) followed by a bunch of old men, like wouldn't you like? Can you imagine the fucking fallout and devastation of Earth if we suddenly just discovered and found out that Mars is the world's largest pedophile (laughs) island? I love the idea just of a bunch of stowaway children hidden in boxes in, a, in the next shuttle to Mars is just <laughs> sex trafficking They're constantly hiding away and behind the rover and hiding all of their fucking deals. Multi-trillion dollar lawsuit in 50 years from the from the Mars kids. Suing the entire planet of Mars. Oh, God. I'm calling legislation oh, against Mars. Fuck. They allegedly, uh, you know, tampered with me. <laughs> allegedly. They got away with it, too. <laughs> And Mr. Elon Musk had a bunch of old fat billionaires shuttled in to rape me and molest me. <laughs> well, uh, I believe it. So you're guilty. And FBI steps <laughs> I, up like, no, 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 no. He didn't do none of that. Hold up. Hold up. God damn. I, well, whatever. You know, I've always been critical of Elon Musk, but I feel like if you plant the flag on Mars, you kind of get to call the shots. It's fine. I agree. I mean, yeah, at the, at the end of the day, once I thought of it from the topic of, you know, or from the point of he's basically the king and the conqueror in this case. And I mean, that goes with the old laws of it, you know, I mean, why the hell do we even call America America for what it's worth? You know what I'm saying? Because they came over here, shoved the flag in it and said, fuck everybody that lives here. Fuck everybody that feels differently. This shit's ours, <laughs> you know, and then they coughed on a bunch of Native tradition. Americans and killed everybody. Yeah, it's just the tradition, man, especially the American tradition. I mean, come on. No, that, that's what every nation has always done. It's the human tradition. It's it's ingrained in all of us, not just Americans. Don't fucking count me out here. We're the Ottoman Empire. I mean, we were once the biggest empire on Earth. We conquered Very places true. and just raped and pillaged our way into being the biggest empire on Earth for, for a once while. Once you got there it's and you just, got your roots down, it was yours. It didn't last that long. But at the end of the day, that's what people do. So, you know, on Mars, there doesn't even seem to be life that can possibly suffer. So... Let well, then if it. America wants I'm to okay. attempt a coup d'etat, you know, and go up there and kick his ass and take his land, I mean, that's the <laughs> old way, so, you know, we don't like <laughs> the, the way you're running CIA shit, coup. we're going to go up there and behead you. It's It's been that way for, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of years. We don't like the leader, we're going to go up there and stop him. All right, well, the Elon Musk revolution has begun. If we have a spare planet, get <laughs> that's another point, right? I mean, what if he makes a little Dr. Wiley's castle on Mars? First thing he does is put down like anti-aircraft turrets all over Mars so nobody can come stop him. As soon as he gets there, he's got Tesla brand anti-aircraft. I hope he weaponizes Mars so hard, turns it into a fucking Death Star. That'd be amazing. With a little uh, skull-shaped castle and eight, you know, uh, robot masters. A castle, like a big skull-shaped castle, but it's Elon Musk's personal face. So you're flying in like a giant monument to Elon Musk. Yeah, like Dr. Evil's volcano with the pinky, but it's Elon Musk. Like fucking Dr. Wily, he's making robot masters if you ever try to fight. Whoever is the American president in like the year 3000, he's like sending off Mega Man. Mega Man, your mission is to go to Mars and defeat Dr. Musk. 
the half cyborg overlord oh, known as Elon Musk. <laughs> he immortalized himself to rule Mars with an iron fist. At, at that point, Elon is just a you know brain in a liquid vat. He's he, he's calling himself <laughs> Mother Brain. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm starting to like where this is going i hope he does take that picture. me too <laughs> you convinced me i can be convinced all right i want a truly wise it, person can be convinced that they were wrong i was wrong let him have it hell yeah i'm right. about it i hope he gets up there and runs that shit <laughs> yep he said somebody in the chat said i am the senate <laughs> elon musk <laughs> elon musk 30 33 I don't know. I mean, I remember whenever they were out, whenever I was locked up, I saw articles about how they were doing like a one way trip to Mars or something like that. Like basically put a bunch of people on a ship and just slam it into Mars. I thought that would have been kind of cool, to be honest with you. I mean, at least at that point in my life, I didn't have kids and a wife yet or anything, you know, but um, I, I, I thought <laughs> I thought that'd be pretty cool. I don't know if that's still his company or not, but um, two way trips would probably be better. He should, yeah, he should really do what they did in Prometheus, just send, like, a couple of humans to some weird planet and have them kill themselves to, like, spread their DNA across <laughs> the planet to yeah, really like plant the seed. life. Yeah, mm. yeah, plant a seed for life with all that, like, biological material that could possibly mutate into something. Yeah, that's a pretty good idea. Exactly. Maybe that's what the yeah, plan that, was with them slamming a ship into it. That's what I've always said. I, I really don't like this idea that, you know, astronauts land on a planet and they have to remain in their space suits or in order they don't spread their germs and affect the biome of the planet fuck you if you I mean, find a puddle of water on or mars yeah are, are we terraforming or not are we the dominant species in the universe or not if you find a puddle of water on mars yeah, drop some fungus in it put some seaweed in that bitch at least let's get the ball something. rolling I still mm-hmm. think I was onto something if we just sent like a giant missile of cum out into space to try and fertilize <laughs> planets. I really think that's the right call. I mean, there'd have to be at least some eggs or something with it, though, right? I mean, you can't just shoot a bunch of skeet skeet out there and expect it to get the planets pregnant or anything, right? Well, I mean, we don't you know have... that. That's Maybe true. I mean, plant, it hasn't yeah. been tested. We don't know that, but I'm with Josh here. So let's at least include some eggs or just let's harvest women for their wombs and put them on the space shuttle with the sperm. I let's, knew it. He's a he's a puppet collide. for Elon. He's a puppet for Elon no, Musk, no, as we no. call him. I, I don't own stock in Tesla. <laughs> I disagree. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, it's crashing, by the way. So everyone go support Elon in this machine. <laughs> everyone go buy some stock in this in this after effect world that we're describing here. Well, what happens, oh. though, maybe maybe something they're thinking about is if he gets that powerful and he has a base that nobody can infiltrate or something like that. How do we know he's not going to like build the halo and try to take over Earth or something, you know? Where could it go from there? Then it's going to be war, Mars versus Earth. Mm. The worst part of all this is if it happens, I'm not going to live to see it. Yeah, that is the worst part. I read the Red Rising trilogy when I was locked up. That was basically interplanetary war. That shit was sick. I mean, and now I'm not going to be able to see it after reading about it. But you can be part of the men who provide the seed, per se, the cum, to put on the initial rocket to impregnate the planet. That's what I'm saying. They should build yeah, statues they, of all the guys who jacked off in the pod. Mm, you know, they're like no, the founding like fathers. Our own golden record. Fucking NASA is out there sending rockets into space and settled as uh, the they called it the golden record or something, right? It has a diagram <laughs> of the female and male body and fucking music recordings and math. And, yeah, whatever. Yeah, Just yeah. send a vial of our cum, collective cum. I like if they want to keep sending rovers and shit, I'm fine with it as long as it has like a cum hose where they could like look at things that <laughs> might be suitable and they just blast it. Put Try a little silicone mutate. What silicone is that? A, a penis a on the rover too. 
<laughs> yeah. Like, I would really hope that they would. Go ahead. If any alien species ever comes across our rover or discarded satellites, they can at least suck us off and get the cum out of it or something. Build that in. <laughs> I, I would hope that if they did send out just a huge vial of male semen into space, hopefully male semen, not, you know, horse or something, um, that they would use that big giant dildo that Charlie just got. I just think that that would be fitting. Just <laughs> slap that thing on the front of the rocket and just launch it towards, you know, Mars or Venus or something. I don't think it needs to be aimed like at anything lens. in particular. I think you just do it like a wide net shotgun where you send the the, mm. the missile out of the atmosphere and like when it passes the moon it just explodes and sends semen in every direction across oh, gonna, the galaxy. We're gonna need like, like at least a tablespoon from every living human, but I think that's a pretty viable <laughs> chance actually. I think I really think it would go very well. Like even if it lands on an asteroid, like maybe maybe some life grows on the asteroid. And then that's technically alien life, just saying. Exactly. Even if it's stemmed yeah. from our DNA. NASA might be onto something. NASA did release a video, too, of one of their satellites or whatever, their shuttles landing on an asteroid. Have you guys seen that recently? No, I actually mm -hmm. didn't get to see it yet. Yeah, I remember they something about they said they were going to try to mine it. No, I think, I don't even know, remember what the fucking point of it was, but they released a video of one of their little space things landing on an asteroid for a couple of seconds and then taking off again. Just leave a leave something, some cum. So put saying, it down man, there. I don't know. It'll be so in a sperm bank when you come, they freeze your cum, right? That's how how right. it's preserved. Well, in space, it's cold enough. You don't even need to take any precautions. Just spray some cum on the asteroid and let it be on its way. It'll be frozen until the asteroid gets too close to a star, like our sun, and it thaws out, and some beautiful little species of alien life starts to breed, and they're like, "Oh my God, we're alive!" And then they smash into the sun. It's pretty terrible. Out there man. right now, out there right now are things we call exoplanets where the atmosphere is close to that of Earth. Maybe there are dinosaurs. I don't know. But they're waiting to be wiped out by an asteroid. That asteroid should better be carrying our cum on it. <laughs> it should be dripping. So that life can continue. Yeah, it should so definitely be say. dripping when it gets there, right? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> yes, that's what happened with our, our extinction, you know, with the dinosaur extinction here. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe there was a bunch of ski skeet all over that asteroid whenever it landed. Wiped out the dinosaurs <laughs> and planted the humans. You never know. Oh. Operation Asteroids Bukaki. We can call it that. Ugh. This Colonized is pretty cool. Mars. I looked up I looked up the asteroid thing. Apparently there's an asteroid that's worth ten thousand quadrillion dollars because mm -hmm. it's made entirely out of unique metal. Yeah, that's oh, that's, that's what awesome. I was thinking whenever I said I think they were gonna they did the experiment so they could see if they could mine them. It's because they're like the most rare valuable metals in the uni known universe, I guess I should say. Yeah, this is crazy. Like like yeah. one of those asteroids is worth more than the entire planet's you know cash and gold and whatever you want to call it and assets. No, what? No, this is what I'm saying. Like it's going to be really hard to mine this in space. But if we just hit it with cum, maybe it mutates into a sentient being and it just like <laughs> willingly comes to Earth to yeah, share it'll, with us. It'll get the fuck out of there. It and goes on a journey Earth. to find its dad. <laughs> comes to Earth. Exactly. Yeah. And wants to go on the Mari show and find out who impregnated it, so it comes to Earth, and then we're all rich. <laughs> that, that's how it's going to work. Oh. Uh, We're throwing some pretty good ideas point, against a, the wall here. No, nah. I, th I think I think this awesome. can work, guys. Yeah, let's fuck space. Well, to, to, to get back to the original point, I'm all for it now. You convinced me, man. Let let Elon Musk stick Thank a flag you. in Mars. I don't care. I've been convinced. Uh, 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 an open-minded person can be convinced that he was wrong. I was wrong. Let him run that bitch. Thank you. That's why you're my favorite guest. <laughs> then then the plot twist is that he's the father of the entire new planet. <laughs> No, the Elon Musk's go to, to war against Earth. 
Yeah, no. Otherwise, it's just inbreeding in the second generation. I don't think I don't I don't think I support second generation inbreeding. I think I'm gonna have to get off board with that part. So, if we can somehow make it so it's all a you know the new species is a mongrel of all our collective cum, then yes, let's do it. I mean that that'd be the way to do it. I mean, like, whenever uh, we evolved to have sexual reproduction, I mean it was shuffling the deck of cards for DNA every time. So uh, hopefully they won't all look like Elon Musk and have that good little smug smirk that he's got all the time. You know. Imagine an entire some planet of, with that. I hope some of them look like sweaty, hairy Turkish men. That's all I can dream <laughs> of. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think and we, we know can wrap it up them. with that with that imagery. Sweaty, hairy Turkish Martians. That's a good way to go out. That yeah. is a great way to go out. Do you want to wrap us up, Andrew? Unfortunately, fuck. Uh, yeah, Jackson's not here to do it. Well, hopefully next time we record, Jackson won't be dead. But Josh, we would all like to, of course, thank you for coming on again. Pleasure as always. One of our favorite guests. And yeah, go ahead and plug your shit. Oh, yeah. um, I I stream full time, guys. I play old school RuneScape. But even if you don't play RuneScape, man, you can come hang out. We'll shoot the shit. Prison stories, you know. I'll tell you all the juicy details about the boys from the official podcast. My Twitch is (laughs) twitch.tv slash jpalalt. I know that's a doozy. It's just my first initial and then my last name. I know that third L messes everybody up. Um, we just started a RuneScape podcast I'm having a great time with, so feel free to join our Discord. I'm going to put it in the chat real quick in case anybody wants to join our Discord. Oh, it got blocked. I forgot. Um, I got Send a YouTube channel, link. Josh Blalt, man. Okay, thank you. Um, I, I Basically, right now, man, the main thing that I'm on is streaming, having a great time streaming, so please, guys, be sure to come hang out with me, twitch.tv slash shapelalt, check out the YouTube, and... Um, that that's about it man i I love streaming i love you you probably can't tell from this podcast because i love shooting the shit with these guys but i'm really a positive-minded guy um i'm all about it uh i like you know recognizing mistakes we made in our lives to move forward and and move past things that we've done to help us actually become good people not that i'm a good person but i'm working on it and um i think you'll find a lot in my streams guys like that and um i try to respond to every single chat message so uh big uh, thank you guys for letting me on the show again i always love shooting the shit with you dudes i think it's a good fit and um, I, I would like to officially petition for F. Jackson ever retires or does not get his internet turned back on. <laughs> my name starts with J. It's still the Jack Off <laughs> podcast. I would be a perfect fit. And I can actually shut my mouth more when I'm not a guest. If I was a host, I would be more quiet. But I got to try and get in my two cents whenever I'm just a guest. You know what I'm saying? But I love you guys, man. I really appreciate you guys having me on here. And thank you to everybody who's listening. Thank you for supporting them on Patreon. Thank you, guys. Oh, thank you. So, it's always so nice. lovely having you on, man. And for yes. those of you listening out there, friendly reminder, we are on all sorts of audio platforms, and we were also on patreon.com slash the official podcast if you want to go ahead and support us. And for $5, you can get yourself some nice little bonus episodes. I don't know if there's anything else that Jackson normally says here. He's Him being gone is really throwing me off my fucking rhythm. <laughs> yeah, we don't really need it. He doesn't really anything. add anything crucial, does he? I'll study the part. Don't worry. I'll study the part. I'll learn my role. No, I'm just kidding. He usually also adds (laughs) that merch. He adds that we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave us a good review. And that, you know, we on uh, Patreon have now yearly plans where you get a slight discount if you subscribe for the whole year. So Jackson hopefully will not be dead next time. And we'll be back with the original cast. So thank you everyone for tuning in. And we'll see you all next time. Bye, Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.